Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. It's Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors, and as uh, Mark Cox continues his adventure out west, we are actually going to go west via the phone and talk to uh, a guy that is with a group out in Montana with uh, Adventure 360. The director is Ron Geisler. How are you, sir? Welcome uh, to Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Thanks, Bo. I'm doing well. That's great, man. And uh, so you are uh, out in uh, Jordan, Montana, is that correct? That, that's correct. A small town up in the northeastern part of Montana. That is a haul to get up there from St. Louis. Well, uh, for those <laughs> listening that have never heard of Adventure 360, kind of give us an about us of what you guys do. Okay. Well, we're a nonprofit organization, and we focus on education, especially hands-on, real experiences. Um, part of what we do is, is why we're out here right now is to get people into the Badlands and show them how to find dinosaur fossils, how to take care of them what a fossil is, what it's not. Um, but we also do stuff around the uh, the Midwest where we take fossils in the schools or we do um, community events where we bring paleontologists to come in and talk about things like um, the truths and fallacies of Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, matter of fact, they just had a seminar back in May about that. Were you here for that or were you already headed to Montana? No, I was still there. That was about a week and a half before I left. Okay, and uh, and, and so for those that were there, uh, tell us what happened at that event. I, I'm sure you had a bunch of great questions. We did. We had um, we we brought out a lot of the fossils that we we've collected out here, and we we can collect them and bring them back to the St. Louis area and use them for education purposes. Uh, they're not our personal fossils. Um, but we brought out the fossils. We talked to kids and, and families about fossils. And then we had Dr. Mike Morales there who had put together a presentation on the, the dinosaurs of Jurassic Park and kind of what they had got right and yeah. what they got wrong um, at the time. Uh, did they get a lot wrong or uh, was that Hollywood embellishment? What do you think? <laughs> well, there, there was some Hollywood embellishment, of course. Um but you know, in '93 when it came out, most of the most of it was fairly accurate to the thinking at that point. Yeah. However, this is a, a large number of years later, and um, now some of that thinking has changed. And that's what he pointed out: with more fossils, we can we know more about the different animals and how they might have behaved or how they might have looked. Right. Than, right. Than they did then. Uh, a lot of I think a lot of young people get into dinosaurs. Usually, kids are either into race cars or they've got dinosaurs, uh, little toys. Um, is that how you kind of got interested in it? Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I grew up watching uh, Saturday Morning Land of the Lost. Oh, me too. That. Me too. <laughs> and, and I probably watched every cheesy dinosaur movie from the fifties on. Right. And uh, yeah, I got in. I really got into it. Um, and and you know, you can't help but like a dinosaur. And and now this is your life. This is your mission in life, isn't it? It, it is. It, it's something I really enjoy. I. The, 
the fun people ask me, you know, how much I enjoy it. And, and what I really enjoy is the excitement they get yeah. when they can recognize a fossil and they, you know, they did it. And I, and, you know, and we help teach them, teach them to do that. And that's really exciting. Uh, Ron Geisler is our guest, the director of Adventure 360. Uh, Alan Westfall, also a big part of this, uh, this group. Um, so mm-hmm. I want to, I want to talk about uh, the trip to Montana. How many years have you guys been going out to the Jordan area? Well, as Adventure 360, we've been doing it since 2014. Wow. I've been I've been doing it since 2002 when I worked for the St. Louis Science Center. I put together trips, and one of them was to come out and get fossils for the prep lab. And is it always right there in the Jordan, Montana area? It is. It is. We've I've, we've been here so long that that when we're here, we're we're like we're neighbors. We're part of the community, and we we want to be part of the community. Of course, of course. Now you're only there during the summer months. You're never out there in the winter because that would be hard digging, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> but the 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 town of Jordan, uh, Adventure 360, has really integrated themselves uh, into the community so much so that you guys have done a, a community event this year. Is that the first time you've done that? It is. We've been talking about it for a couple of years. Um, but this year we, we finally made it happen on, uh, on May 8th, we had a bunch of our staff were here and we put together, uh, several activities for the kids and the, and the families to do here in Jordan. And then they had a, a jump house, a dinosaur jump house <laughs> where the kids had a ball in there. Yeah. And, uh, if, if nothing else, we, we at least wore the kids out for their parents. There so. you go. They got a good night's sleep. Well, give, give us an idea of uh, the population of Jordan. Is it is it the uh, size of St. Louis or is it the size of Hillsborough? Um. Well, let's see. <laughs> do, you, do, do you know where Vichy, Missouri is? I do. Yeah, yeah. A little teeny tiny town. We're talking two to three hundred people. Oh wow. Okay. So you guys were like a rock star showing up uh, this time, huh? Well, yeah, yeah, and uh, and we know everybody uh, in the community, and, and that's great. They know us and. And it's really a good relationship that we've developed here with with the people of Jordan. All right. Well, let's talk about the highlights of your summer 2023 in Montana, digging for fossils or what may be fossils. Um, and and give me some of those highlights, because I did talk to Chief uh, Greg Brown of the Eureka Fire Protection District, and he went out there. I think this is his second year. He had a great time. But give me give me some headlines of what you guys have found. Uh, let's see. Well, we found uh, the big thing is some of the Southeast Missouri State University kids that came out during one of our field schools found a good portion of a very large triceratops. Whoa. Um, yeah. And it's, it's some of the largest uh, uh, bones that I've ever found on a trike. So this this was a very large adult triceratops. And and uh, they they found it, got excited, and they went home. And and I'm still here working on. They it. had to, they had to leave the rest of you, huh? <laughs> they did, but they're excited. I'm sending updates and stuff so they can see what what we have. But we've also found lots of other things. We found a, a very small Pachycephalosaur tooth. Um, we found some tibia, a tibia from a duckbill, probably. Oh wow! Uh, lots of triceratops. Um, so hey, cool thing is let me ask you real quick stuff. about the oh, size of a triceratops. So what what are we talking? A Clydesdale or a squirrel? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Clydesdale. Okay, really about that big? About the size of a, a small suburban, or a <laughs> small SUV. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Those shields that are behind their head, the frill. Yeah, those could be four foot across. So you you said you found several of them. It, it, does that what does that tell you that they run in herds? Well, we we've always found them separate, 
So if we found them all together, that would make us think they at least ran in uh, family groups. Yeah. Other places they have found them together. Wow. Uh, but we tend to find them uh, singly here, which makes people think that that uh, maybe they were in small family groups or or were individuals. Um, but there were a lot of them. I, I just can't even imagine when you when you know, especially when some of the people that are participating in uh, Paleo X, what the what their expression is when they see something like that. It's not a rock; it's actually a fossil. Yeah, yeah, and and usually the week we spend the first couple of days just kind of getting them into that mode of being able to tell the difference, and then when they and, and I mean the smiles on their face and the excitement when they said, "You know, I did it. I found it. I I recognized it." You know, and then they get to name it. Uh, so, so this one's actually named after the professor down in uh, down in Southeast Missouri State nice. who couldn't make it this year. Uh, so that name is Mama Mills. Oh, Dan Mills. That's down great. At, down at that's that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so so uh, and and you always go to the Jordan Montana area. Um, is, is it just because the 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 digging is so easy? Do we have a prediction or, or can we tell why it's so? Uh, rich in fossils in that area. Yeah, it's one. It's, it's one of the most studied areas in the history of paleontology, especially North American paleontology. Right. Uh, so we know a lot about it. But also, um, at the time of the dinosaurs, there was the Western Interior Seaway, shallow sea going across Dakotas, Kansas, Oklahoma, okay. uh, Missouri, St. Louis is on the eastern uh, beachfront. I guess you could call it. Mm-hmm. We're over here. We're on the western beachfront. And there were a lot of rivers flowing into that seaway, much like the Mississippi flowing into the Gulf of Mexico. You have big rivers, you have fresh water, you're going to have a lot of animals around that water. And uh, that's where we, that's where, where we find them. Ron Geisler is our guest, director of Adventure 360, way out in Jordan, Montana. Uh, your, your digging doesn't actually happen in Jordan if somebody was going to look at the map. It's actually about an hour outside. Is that correct? Yeah, an hour to an hour and a half, depending on which sites we're going to. Um, very beautiful, scenic. Uh, does take a while to get there and a while back, but we do like the comfort of staying at the uh, Garfield Motel here in Jordan. <laughs> yeah, right. Showers are nice. I bet, I bet, after every day. Um, exactly. Uh, so, so do you ever find, uh, I guess, do you ever find bones of uh, animals that still exist on this planet, or is it all just fossil bones that you're finding? No, we find... Um, we find other, we find like antelope and mule deer and, and uh, bones of rabbits and things that are still here. Uh, we find in some of the streams, we'll find bison from the ice age. Oh, wow. That might be, uh, you know, it could be you know, thousands of years old. And uh, we, we find modern horse um, uh, teeth and such too. And, how, and those are exciting. And how do you differentiate that? How do you know? Like somebody comes up running to you with a, a bone of a, of a horse and thinks, you know, they found something. Uh, well, they did find something, but, you know, they think it's a dinosaur bone. How do you differ? I mean, can you figure it out right there on the spot? Yeah, you can, you can tell modern bone uh, from fossilized uh, fossilized bone. So the, the fossilized bone's been uh, mineralized, mm. so it's a lot heavier. And if you take something like a screwdriver or something and just tap on it, It'll it'll make a, a, a real high pitched ting. Wow. Whereas a modern bone uh, is usually more dull thud. It'll, it'll thud, um, and so we could tell those. If I can't tell, I'll take pictures of it, and then I have contacts. Um, basically, uh, paleontologists in, in all the areas, right. as far as ice age versus all the way back to um, older than than the dinosaurs, and I'll send pictures 
to them, and, and then usually they can identify it for me. Wow, that's fantastic. And I'm sure people that are in that world would love to join you up there. Uh, is there is there a lot of first-timers up there this year with the different weeks that you've had? Because you've had uh, family week, you've had uh, college week. Do you have a high school week? Is that right? Yeah, well, last year, last week, we do with field schools, and field schools are for high school and college students. There you go. And normally you have a week. You know, the college students like to come out with other college students. High schoolers like sure. to come out with other high schoolers. But, but yeah, we do the field schools, and then we do the family week, and we had a, a lot of families this year. We set, we set a record. Uh, we took 21 people into the field. Wow. Um, one day on the families, and a lot of those were new people. Yeah. And so it was really exciting um, to get them out. And, and 21 doesn't sound like a whole lot, but the way that we engage people, we want them to be active and we want them to be hands-on and we want to train each person how to find things. That takes a lot of, of effort kind of on a one-to-one basis. And so with 21 of them out there, it took, it took a lot from me and my staff to, yeah. uh, to, for, to get them, to get them up and going. You're like corralling cats out there, aren't you? Well, on that day, luckily we had, um, we have our sites that we can go to, so we kind of could spread them out. And I had enough staff out here. We have uh, PhD students and uh, other people going into paleontology. They got their masters or working on their PhD out here, and they and they did a great job working with with uh, that large number of people. That's fantastic. So for those people that are listening uh, and and thinking, ooh, maybe twenty twenty four, I'll you know plan a family vacation to go out and do that, or I'm a college student that wants to you know be a part of Paleo X. Um, we can send them to your website for information for booking for next year. But uh, mm-hmm. you are wrapping up uh, the whole summer when here in the next week or so. Yeah, the, this one of this field school will be over on Saturday, oh, wow. and then I usually stay a couple of days to finish up my reports I have to give uh, to the state of Montana and to the Bureau of Land Management. So I'll stay a couple of days, wrap that up, and then I'll be heading back to Missouri probably Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Wow. Wow. That's exciting. Um, and, you know, before we go, I, w- I wanted to ask you, Ron, uh, is there a technology changes? Does it change a lot uh, for what you guys use to find this stuff? Because I would think like a, a leaf blower would, you know, blow away a lot of sand. Do you ever use something like that? Um, only if we know something's already there. Um, but really the, the technology is more on the GPS technology. Oh, I'm trying to work with students, some students to, to find some technology. Cause we know, we know there's fossils in certain places under the, under, in the rock under right. our feet. And, and what I want to know is which direction should I start digging? I don't want to just take the half a hill down. I want to be able to narrow it down to where the fossil actually is. And sure. so I'm working with some students to figure that out. Uh, so, so in all the years that you've been going out to the Jordan, Montana area, or, you know, the Mon- Montana area that you're in, uh, have you always mapped out where you have found which bones? Yeah, I have, I have a pretty good map of where we found things and uh, what type of rock they're in. And which gives us a really, really good idea yeah. of at least where to focus a little bit. But still, it's really just your, put your boots on and your put a hat on and, and start walking and looking for fossils coming out of the hillside. Well, in the last few weeks, we've had some crazy weather in the Midwest. How's the weather been out there in Montana for you? <laughs> Surprisingly, it's been really cold. Really? Um, yeah, we've had days in the 40s. And if you, if you look on face on our Facebook page, you'll see us out there in hoodies and, uh, we've dodged the rain. They've, this is one of the wettest springs they've had. Sure. In summers. Uh, and we're back in Missouri. We're, sounds like we're kind of in a drought and now with some storms coming through. 
but out here it's been uh, really wet and, and rather cool for this time of year. My goodness. Hopefully that unearths something uh, that you haven't found before. <laughs> uh, so when you finally do get back home, uh, where will people be able to uh, kind of get an idea? Uh, will there be a presentation at the Science Center or anything like that that people can bring their families out to, to learn what you learned this year out in Montana? Um, well, actually one of our one of our staff is uh, his name's Gene Woodford, Woody for Woody. people who know him. Yeah, and he volunteers at the prep lab there in the, at the science center, and some of our material can uh, he'll be working on, and so you, at least you can go in and talk to him. I don't know if he'll be working on our material all the time because I know they have other uh, specimens yeah. for him to work on, but Woody will be glad to share uh, any information or any um, experiences. You know, he's nothing but excitement whenever you talk to him about coming out here. That's great. Just like you, Ron, just like you. Well, <laughs> safe travels to you. Hey, give us the website for Adventure 360. So if somebody's interested, uh, even as an adult, or if you got kids that are into dinosaurs, where can we send them to? It's Adventure and then dash360.org. Dot org. Okay. All right, Ron, safe travels to you. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, giving us an update on what's happened out there in 2023. Uh, look forward to talking to you again soon, okay? All right. Thanks a lot, Bo. All right. That's Ron Giesler, director of Adventure 360. And as he mentioned, it's adventure-360.org for more information. It seems like there's a dinosaur lover in every family uh, around. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. For Mark Cox, who is uh, continuing his wild, wild west vacation, and Carl Middleman up in uh, Canada doing a little fishing, my name is Bo Matthews. Have a great rest of your weekend, and please share the show. See you, boys. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.